Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Psychotronicast. My name is Alec Berg, and joining us, as always, but this time via satellite, is Derek Estes. You can and should subscribe to us on whatever social media or podcast platform that you're listening or following us on. And then um, we got a Patreon, and it's easy to search for. So just go to Patreon, uh, look us up, Psychotronicast, and the search bar will pop up. Boom, five bucks a month will get you, I think, 40 episodes now that you can't find anywhere else. And they're full-length episodes. We're not cheating you. It's legit. All right, so we're done with Seagal. We're kind of in between things right now. Um, so without further ado, Derek, what the hell are you getting us into? All right. So um, we're, we're going to do our very first Bollywood movie. Uh, it's, I picked the 1978 film Dawn by director Chandra Bharat. Uh, this one uh, came to me. I uh, had never heard of it until about a week ago. And a friend of mine who's a local DJ, uh, her name's DJ Anjali, and she does a lot of Bangra and Bollywood music. And she's been around for a long time. Like, um, like I used to go to some of her dance parties like 20 years ago now. And at that point, it's funny, that was the last time I really spent much time watching Bollywood movies. Um, I They kind of had a little bit of a kind of bubbling, I guess, in popularity. Like there's a couple of local, local theaters here in town that would play stuff. And then... Um, there was like the movie like Lagan had just come out and that was uh, really popular at the time. And uh, my roommate at the time, she got really obsessed with Bollywood. And so I would watch a lot of stuff at home Lagan, and at one point Turner classic movies during this whole period, they did a whole month series of Bollywood things with um, they had uh, Ishmael merchant came on and he would you know talk about and introduce all these different movies. So that was the last time I really spent a lot of time. And I haven't like, been able to figure out where to even start because um, there's just so much of it. It's just like there are like millions and millions of Bollywood movies and they're all usually about like three hours long. Uh, so it's really tough to know even where to begin. But uh, so it was about a week ago and you know, so my friend, she posted on Instagram, she did a little class with uh, Portland State University and she put like her, which she thought the top 10 Bollywood movies were in her opinion, and she put little clips of a bunch of them. And this one was up there. And this one fortunately was available to stream um, on Amazon Prime. So I instantly just like put it on. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna check this out. And I just, it blew my mind. And I'm like, okay, this is what, we, we're, we've got to do this for the next movie. And so I instantly just like started like taking furious notes and getting ready. And then, um, yeah, so then the other night when we hung out, I, uh, I put this on. But it was funny because this is one of those movies where Fortunately, when I started reading it or watching it, I didn't read the synopsis or any of I mean, anything about it. Uh, and so there's a lot of things that just came as a total surprise to me. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted just like you to go in and not even know what you're expecting, what's going on. Because I think this movie, if anyone who wants to watch this movie, try not to even look at because the description does kind of give some things away that I think are just way more fun to just experience. Um, but yeah, so yeah. Um, I guess should we jump in or what? What are your thoughts? I guess I've just been yeah rambling. This on. is my first Bollywood film from start to finish, no doubt about it. And if I mean, obviously you're the DJ. Uh, this is in their top ten of all time. Yeah, so I'm like if we if we can find more of these, then we might be onto something because oh, this yeah. genre is just amazing. This movie was. Fantastic. And I'm a guy who's afraid of running time more than anybody. But when a movie moves as fast as Dawn does, it doesn't feel like three hours. It really doesn't. No. Yeah, um, this one, it, 
yeah, it's crazy. Also, yeah, yeah. If we're gonna meet up in the first ten minutes. You're just like, there's just so much stuff going on that I had to keep stopping and pausing and like taking notes because I'm like, things just moving. So there's no like dead space. <laughs> no, and we're like immediately gonna spoil it. So really, if you haven't seen this movie yet just stop the podcast right now it's on amazon prime for free it looks wonderful just type in don d-o-n uh it's from 78 i believe yeah 1978 or you can even um if you go in the search on prime it's like don don hindi movie will come up and then this will be it there is also a remake from like 2006 um and there's multiple sequels but yeah the one from 1978 is the one you're going to want to watch um and you just have to put on the um the subtitles just put on like the closed captioning because there's no like burnt in subtitles. Um, but yeah, I definitely recommend just doing that right now. Um, and then coming and checking back with us for the rest of this podcast <laughs> because yeah, so there, you, there's a lot. There's, a, there's lot. a lot. So there is your warning. And now here we go. Okay. So Don, um, I just want to, I'll, I'll start off with this one thing and then I know you took the most extensive notes. So, Oh yeah. I just love the credits. Oh of, yeah, uh, the actor as Don because he's as and in Don. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right. He is, and he is. So the 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 main lead is uh, Amitab. Uh, I'm at my fuck his name up. Amitab Bachan, and he was like the like biggest star. And with India, like when they're like stars, like they literally are just in everything. Like there was a quote I read somewhere where Francois Truffaut described him as like a one-man factory. And he's also in like the most famous Bollywood movie that a lot of people know is uh, Shole, And that's also available on Prime. It's in kind of a weird, <laughs> uh, it was kind of post 3D converted and there's some weird digital stuff going on. And they also kind of re-recorded the music that is kind of unfortunate, but it was still... It, it, as unfortunate as all those things are, it's still a really enjoyable movie. Um, but he's the lead star in that one as well. But he's yeah. So I, I looked him up. He does have two hundred and forty-eight film credits. Yeah, crazy. And, even, and these are long-ass movies too. So yeah, two hundred forty-eight three-hour movie credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's so great. I love like, and when you first see him, he's like, whatever. He's just like fly with a bow tie. And he just meets like these like gangsters, whatever. And he's, his, he has this like signature move where he's going to like pass off the money in a briefcase, but there's these exploding briefcases he has. Um, and I just love that. I love just how just get things going with an explosion. Yeah, it's great. And the, the opening credits are just like this really great, like it's kind of like um, just those Italian crime films and just, I don't know, it's just really great. And I love the, the music. Um it definitely d- did feel like an Italian crime film. Yeah. Like they go hand in hand. And they do, like, there's a lot of crossover. Like, so, like, the other movie I was talking about, Chole, that movie is kind of like a spaghetti western mixed a little bit with Seven Samurai, but it's all of modern-day India. And so you have, like, this really crazy, like, uh, mix of all of these, like, different international influences. And so you get a lot of that. So this movie is kind of like that, too, where you just, it has that European kind of, crime thing going on mixed with some more like um you know unique things in bollywood like like the the music numbers and stuff um it just kind of just adds one extra layer of of crazy uh so yeah you get like so you get this one character first of all he's um he works for interpol and he comes on and he's like oh he tells everybody he's working for 
you know, Interpol, they're all trying to track down Don. And he kind of gives the rundown, you know, he's like this, you know, crazy gangster and, you know, all this shit going on and no one can really get him. And they have, uh, you know, like people infiltrated into his gang to try to like, you know, turn him in. And then we quickly switch over and then um, we see Don actually shooting this dude. And then like just immediately. And then you don't know what's going on. He's like, I didn't like his shoes. And then they're like, what are you talking about? And he like opens the heel and the guy had like papers and then, like, everyone knows, like, oh, yeah, Don's in for real. And then you see one of his guys immediately afterwards who's trying to get out of the gang and, like, try to escape with his fiance. And he's meeting with his sister. And he's like, I, you know, like, um, I guess like his sister is like, oh, we have the we have plane tickets for you. Like, you're going to get out. Like, you're going to be totally fine. You're, you're going to be totally safe. And then immediately, like, the very next scene is, like, Don's just, like, knocking on his door to fucking get him out and then he like bails he's like oh fuck it's like dawn's here he like packs up and he like runs out like the back window or something and he runs down the street and hails a cab and he's like just get me out of the airport like as fast as you can and then the cab driver turns around and it's dawn too (laughs) and so then like you realize that he's been killed and then you instantly yeah so then like that guy um ramish so he's dead and then um you have like, God, this all this crazy shit. Ba- basically, we jump ahead a little bit ahead, and then Ramisha's fiance, she is now trying to seduce Don, and you just see them together, like in this hotel room. And then she has this whole like song and dance for him, and she has these crazy blue contact lenses, and she knows that he has like a gun under the pillow, but she tries to pull the bullets out, and all this crazy shit goes on. And then she's trying to like basically stall him until the police can come and arrest him. But then he turns the whole fucking thing around and takes her hostage. And then the next thing we know is it's Ramesh's sister is at the morgue. And then she hears that like the fiance has already been dead. Like she's been killed and thrown out like the car door. You know, her brother's been killed. And then she's like, fuck this. I'm going to learn karate and judo. And then she goes to like, a dojo and then she has a whole interaction with this guy and then like quickly they don't even have like the you know like the montage of her training the next scene is her just in a crazy short wig just like busting into some like hotel and this whole setup where she's like having the shootout and she's like fighting with the cops because you know these, these gangsters are here <laughs> then she just shows that she's like this crazy bad bitch then she ends up joining the gang for it was don's gang and it's just like it is, and this is like you're only 12 minutes into this movie at this point. <laughs> like, That's why this is where I was like, how is this movie three hours? This movie, if this was made in America, that would be the first hour. Oh, yeah. That would be like the first three. Like if this is an American movie, it would still be two and a half hours. But you would have gotten to this point and it would have been the first in a three part series of like Marvel movies or something, you know, where um, mm-hmm. we will just stretch everything out to like the nth degree. Where with this, they're just like, you know how these things work. Like, you you know, like, we're just going to, like, race through this and just get to what we care about. Um, so, yeah, so you end up with, like, this whole thing. She ends up in the gang, and then things just keep kind of developing for a little while. And then Don, it, you know, is doing his little, like, exploding, you know, suitcase trick. And he's, like, you know, trying to get away from the cops. But then it ends up in this crazy car chase. And it's funny because... Uh, one of the things I love about this movie is because there's just so much going on. And if you looked at any of the individual things, you're like, okay, like, um, like the martial arts aren't going to be Hong Kong good. 
Um, or like in this one, there's like, a, you know, some crazy car chase and the car chase isn't like Italian car chase good, but it's, it's close enough. And it's just exciting that they include it. You know, it's like, they, it, I, I get so much fun out of just the fact that they're going there and, um, and doing this. So yeah, they really, I mean, there's plenty of everything in it. There's, I mean, the first dance sequence, which, which we just grazed by, but, um, of the, the girlfriend or whatever, like, it's just her dancing. And I forgot, I was like, oh, yeah, we're watching a Bollywood movie. Like, there's going to be musical numbers. But, like, uh-huh. her musical number was so bizarre. Oh, yeah. And it sounded like um, like something you would hear at the end of, like, a Japanese film in, like, the 60s or 70s. It didn't even sound yeah. like what I envisioned a Bollywood song would sound like. Now, the rest of them did, but this one didn't. But, like, her dance moves were so crazy. And I love where they just, like, place the camera and, you know edit and do like weird zooms and stuff like and they're doing something really to just... add suspense like there's the point where she realizes there's the lost the bullet that's dropped on the floor from when she emptied mm-hmm. it so she has to like jump down to hide you know the spare bullet yeah Chill's trying to seduce him yeah but this, this this film has like you know car chases things blow up people get shot um there's like ridiculous kung fu like zany weird comedy and then like musical numbers like there's something in it for everybody and also like of all this shit going down you even mentioned after i watched we watched it together it's just like only a few more years and you can just show this movie to jack because there really isn't anything in it that's like bad like nobody gets naked there's no like crazy violence people die but it's just like bang bang you're dead yeah totally yeah it's like that's it's more like just like it's just shocking how it's like there's so much of it. It's just so um, like yeah, you, you don't really have time to catch your breath. Excessive, yeah. You just there's no chance. Well, and that's the thing. So like even at this point, you're like um, you're like you have this crazy car chase, and then Don just gets shot in the back, and he's just well, this whole thing. Well, his, his death it takes a little bit longer, but you still can't believe how fast Don just dies. Um, yeah, and you're like, what the fuck? Don's already dead. That's and, what I wrote. I was like, Don dies? What the fuck? Yeah. Like, I had no clue. And then after that, I was like, I i mean, not like I could have guessed where we had gotten from the start, but I'm like, I don't know where this movie's going. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, we're not even introducing all the main characters at this point, too. So then you get this whole thing where the main, there's the guy, he's uh, like DSP Da Silva. He's like the main kind of police officer in Bombay, I guess. Or was he like maybe a main detective? I don't totally understand how the ranks work there. But he's kind of been taking charge of um, the Don case, at least on the local level. There's still the Interpol guy that will come in much later in the movie and become more important. Um, but he wants to keep Don's death totally secret, okay? Um, so they have a kind of a secret burial, and then they kind of like, you know, he's like, okay, we're just going to like lay low because he knows that there is, um, well, so who we're going to find out, there's a lookalike a Don lookalike who is a street performer. And um, so then we were introduced to, um, I guess you can't think of what his... uh, Vijay? Yes. Yes. So um, we meet meet him and he's like performing. He's more of a goofball. He's just like singing his little song and he's addicted to chewing on the betel leaf. And he's just constantly like chewing and just spitting this fucking leaf. And then um, he has these two kids that he's taking care of. Um, this boy and this girl, and they're like, you know, probably like 12 or something. And um, you start understanding what their whole deal is. And, you know, so they're performing this whole thing. And then you hear the kids talking about like, oh, you know, 
um, Uncle Vijay, like, you know, thank you for taking care of us, this whole thing. And then they explain who their dad was. And their whole backstory starts becoming really important because they had um, their mother and father. Their mother ended up getting really sick. She had, like, tuberculosis or something. And she had to be sent away to, um, like, a hospital. And then their father, he was like a tightrope walker in the circus, but he was also an expert safe cracker. <laughs> and so then this gang, it's like, um, you know, like they, it's like, I think mean, Don's gang even, they uh, get him, they basically blackmail him into, um, you know, coming in like doing this, like this job for them. And so he has to you know, bust into this like armored car to steal the money and do this whole thing. So he does this for them. And then he has to get the money to get his wife out for his kids. Cause I think they're all going to end up destitute. And he does the job for him, but he ends up dropping a cigarette case. And then the same DSP De Silva ends up catching him. And then they try to like lock him away, but he's like, no one's going to take care of my kids. Like I can't, you know, like here. And he's like, throws his fucking money at him. And he's trying to like fucking save his family, but he gets shot and he's crippled and he's put in jail. So he can't like even work the tightrope if he can. He has no idea what happened to his kids. Um, and so that's kind of where we leave that part of the story. And then we go back and then you have um, the DSP guy. You know, he ends up going to VJ and he's like, oh, hey, like I kind of need you. He makes it, he proposes this thing. Like Don is dead. We need you to go in and pretend to be Don uh, to kind of keep this going until we can arrest everybody. But he's like, I don't know, like, how to be this guy, like whatever you were talking about it. And the DSP guy is like, well, you're going to pretend that you have amnesia. And then while you're like, you know, back in there, you know, you'll start picking up things and we'll kind of train you until you can pretend that you have kind of come back to your, um, you know, you remember everything. And so meanwhile, also back in Don's gang, you still have Roma, who's the sister of the, guy the girl who like learned all the kung fu and judo and shit so she still like has this like you know death wish for dawn and she's like just so determined like i'm gonna stay here and i'm gonna like fucking we're gonna find dawn and i'm gonna you know be in this gang until i can i can kill him and he can know exactly who i am and why i'm killing him and so they end up they leak this whole story, the police do, that Don is like in this hospital and he's been found. And so they get this whole crazy situation going where she dresses like a sexy nurse to go and, you know, break him out. But then there's this whole thing where she actually, she's been beat up and tied up and then Don escaped through the window. But really she's smuggled him somewhere else and she's put a fake beard on him. <laughs> and then she like wheels him out. And there's this crazy getaway scene. Um it's just, oh my God, this movie just goes on. It's like, um, but yeah, at this point you have all of the main characters are, are getting involved, but then there's also, oh yeah, Don has another girlfriend. So there's the two women get really competitive and they have different songs together. Um, I don't even know. I'm just like, <laughs> I, I feel like you'd go on for like three hours just talking about everything that happens in this movie. Um, it's true. I mean, it's a Kung Fu, Italian crime, French caper, amnesia, uh, hospital break prison break whatever you want to call it uh revenge musical with yeah with like yeah the crazy doubles like people like the uh you know people not understanding who because even the characters themselves can't keep track of who they all are um but yeah because then like as things oh yeah there's also this whole other thing where in dawn's 
safe. He has this crazy safe full of like jewels and whatever, but there's a red diary that he has all of the um, like criminal contacts. It's like a black book, but uh, for like, around the world for like all of his different like smuggling operations. And so, um, you know, our guy like VJ, like he goes in to try to steal the book to give it to the DSP, but the DSP is the only person who knows what is the whole thing going on. And so, which really puts him like it's this crazy risk. And then meanwhile, Roma is trying to kill VJ. She thinks it's Don. And there's like, just lots of like crazy, like, <laughs> like rope cutting. Like he's trying to like, uh, you know, grappling rope, like rope up to DSP's apartment, but she's already up top there and she's trying to saw it down. And then he falls in the pool. And then you have uh, like, just, I don't know. It just It's just so much insanity. Cause then like the girl, the kid's dad also gets out of jail, but then he has a vendetta against the DSP because he's the one who crippled him and he doesn't know where his kids are. Even though he does know where his kids are. Cause the DSP didn't know the two kids that uh, Vijay had, whatever were this guy's. And so he has, he knows he's put them away in the school so they can be safe and taken care of during all this whole situation. But then like they tried to do a raid on the gang, but the guy leading the raid is actually uh, the Interpol dude. Who's actually like the crazy mastermind behind all of the crime <laughs> syndicate. Cause they have the, the real Interpol guy tied up somewhere. And so everyone's just like fighting over trying to figure out where to find this book and who's who. And, um, I don't know. It gets so crazy, but I don't know. I, I, I feel like he go in detail, but I feel at this point, like <laughs> he's just, it's just to figure it, it out, but it's, yeah, it's just so fucking wild. I, I like the, the, the little wrinkle too, where, so Vijay goes undercover is Don and the only person that knows about it gets got in the film. So yeah. Then he has to spend a portion of the film trying to prove to the rest of Interpol that he actually really isn't the real Don and that the real Don is dead because they kept that a secret from everybody. And yeah. it reminds me like it, it's a recycled plot line that I've seen in like face off or internal affairs or like mm -hmm. uh, the departed where you're just like, Oh yeah, it's like the small knit group that they only know the real truth, but then everybody in that group dies. And now <laughs> the only person that does know the truth is undercover. Totally. You're just like, shit but like i like the way that this one does it because it's legitimate like you're like oh this guy is fucked because <laughs> <it's, laughs> with those other films i don't know with because i didn't know what, what the bollywood film was going to do because i'm so new to this and it, it's kind of it's kind of fun because it's like when we first started you know hanging out and you first started showing me movies um, I, you know, I don't know how many times I told you whenever you'd show me something new, like I didn't know what, you know, Italian horror or giallos or any of that stuff. So when something crazy would happen, I would be like, where is this going? But now <laughs> yeah. throughout the years, you kind of know, you're like, all right, well, here comes this. And when it does actually still surprise you, that's what makes movies so great. But mm -hmm. when something as new as Bollywood, I'm like, I don't know if these movies end good. I don't know if these always end bad. Or I don't know if like, I don't know what they're, what they're trying to say. So just like watching it. Like in real time for the first time, you're just kind of blown away. And especially with a movie like this, it is beyond a roller coaster ride because a roller coaster ride is only like insane for like, you know, five seconds and you're waiting in line for two hours. The, the whole movie is a roller coaster. It there's is. no waiting in line. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like there's so much stuff go that goes on and it is kind of unexpected because it just keeps piling things on. And the fact that they don't, 
they don't seem to have, I mean, like from a lot of the Bollywood movies I've seen, this is kind of consistent where they don't feel like they have to play by a lot of the same rules where it's like with, you know, movies in the West or a lot of things, you know, like, um, you know, kind of a three act structure and it's like, you know, how the gameplay works and certain things. So, you know, if you, if you want, you can probably figure out like, okay, this is probably someone's going to have to be redeemed at some point or someone's going to have to, you know, pay the price, you know, or whatever those those things. But um, with these movies is like, they kind of, they almost have their own rules. But the thing is that I would say that's also really funny about this movie is so much stuff seems like, fuck all, like, we are just, we don't even give a shit. It's going to be, like, just so much insanity all the time. But on the other hand, it's also super tightly plotted. Like, everything is, everything is motivated by certain things. So you have, like, characters that you're, like, introduced to way later in that ended up totally tying in, or even, like, that the Interpol guy who doesn't really play a role until way later in the movie, but he's actually the second person we actually meet in this movie. And so then it's... um, yeah, it's it's really it's crazy, and then you know all these kind of uh, alliances, people who don't know who they are, so they're kind of fighting, like kind of all the good people are all kind of fighting each other at different periods because they don't understand who they are or what their deal is, and then they all end up having to like you know fight together for this other thing. But then there's all these like crazy like twists that happen that just uh, I don't know. It's it's so crazy, but it's really fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a great example of that is like the the father to the the kids um he's in jail now Vijay is like raising him on the streets and like you know kind of taking him in as his own and then you realize this whole like tightrope walking backstory and you're like that's so <laughs> funny he's so like it's crazy <laughs> yeah you're like oh it's funny he's a safe cracker and a tightrope walker but then that comes into play later in the film where he literally has to escape with his children on a tightrope <laughs> yeah and you're like, oh, my God, just take, I wish, like, uh, I, you know, I listen to those guys, um, the Important Cinema Club, and they're based out of Toronto, Canada, and uh, they talk about their love for Bollywood films, and there's like a, you know, a, I guess Bollywood films are pretty big in that uh, part of the world. Um, I think you were even saying, like, the, yeah, there's a lot large, of Indian people that live in. Yeah, because they were all, I mean, Canada is still kind of a commonwealth of Britain, but I think that um, there is still like a connection. Same with like Hong Kong, but I know mm-hmm. um, like, yeah, I have uh, distant family members who lived in uh, Canada and yeah, they always talked about, you know, the, the big Indian population, a lot of Indian culture that they were surrounded by, even in like... But yeah, they're saying that was like one of the biggest things they missed about the whole, you know, pandemic happening or whatever is like not just going to the movie theater, but go into like the theater to watch Bollywood movies. Now I think they were seeing newer things, but it'd yeah. be so cool to just like we were, you were mentioning like if the Hollywood theater here in Portland did like a Bollywood series, like a seventies Bollywood series or something like you feel like that would do gangbusters. Cause I feel like there's a lot of Indian people that live out here too. And people like us that just want to see some crazy, awesome shit. Oh, totally. And these movies, like I think uh, I saw like hero love story of a spy in the theater and they are really fun to see in the theater. I think I saw Lagan in the theater too. Um, yeah. Cause they're just like, there's so much and they're, they are really, yeah, just really exciting. Um, yeah. So since you discovered this film, I know how you can get on your kicks and stuff. Have you seen anything else uh, for the first time that's Bollywood? That's 
worth um, mentioning. I saw, well, I, um, I did watch Sholay and that was really great. Um, and watched another one that was on her list. Um, and now I have to look, I, I know I will mangle the name. Um, and it was really interesting. It's called, Oh, it's another one that she's on her list and it's not, um, there's kind of a, not totally great, but watchable print of it on YouTube called Jewel Thief. Um, that looks really amazing. That I, I, I'm going to watch that. Uh, oh, Pakiza. It was this other one that I watched. And it was really interesting because um, the guy who directed it, Kamal Amori, he had started making it in like I think the late 50s. It came, this movie came out in like 1972. Um, but it took him like 12 years or something to actually make because he had started making it and they like ran out of money and it was kind of this... Um, lavish movie for his wife at the time. So there's kind of a weird thing where it looks like a really beautiful fifties movie at certain parts. And then it looks like a really cool seventies movie and other parts. And then the people, the actors, you know, noticeably age. So it gets kind of surreal, but the movie is also really strange. It's um, about uh, the main plot. is about this girl who, she was her mother was like a courtesan who was trying to get married to this like really wealthy man, but his family like abandoned her or whatever. And she was sent out and this girl has apparently it's like really beautiful feet. So there's this guy in this train who meets her and he becomes obsessed with this girl with beautiful feet. Um, and I don't know. It's uh, it was really cool. Like there's some people like it's funny because uh, a lot of the reviews are kind of all over the place. Some people really hate the weird, like the kind of weird time shifting of it and some of the things. But for me, I'm like, all the different parts of it are really beautiful. Like a lot of the stuff that was definitely done in the fifties is just like this really beautiful, like the sets are just like incredible. And there's a few like really beautiful numbers um, and really good songs. And then like the stuff that is obviously shot later, there's a lot of really beautiful like location footage. Like um, it's crazy, but even a lot of the people who started working on it had died before it actually finally came out. So even in the crazy. credits, it's like the cinematographer, it's like the late so-and-so or the music by the late whatever, because they just didn't live to see the end of it. Um, but yeah, that one was really good. Um, and then another movie that I um, watched actually last year, it's kind of a two-part movie. It's called uh, The Gangs of Washipur. And this had been making it up on a lot of lists for... Um, like best movies that you know you probably haven't seen over the past like whatever ten years. I think it was on also on like a Martin Scorsese list, and it's this crazy gangster epic. The closest thing I could say is it's almost like um, like the Italian Godfather, because it starts in like the 1940s and it's like a multi generation legacy like gangster story that starts in the 40s and then it ends like in the early 2000s or maybe like. You know, whenever um, it came out, like I think it came out like maybe ten years ago or something, um, and that was like two parter all together. I think it's like two two plus hour movies. I think all together it was like five hours, um, and it was actually really like I was totally engaged and really really dug that. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch. There's a lot of stuff that I need to catch up on and I need to see. So I'm gonna keep trying to dig around, um, and it's one of those things where I feel like when you have like a roadmap, it gets a lot easier. And I think that even like anymore, you know, if you want to come in and you, you're interested, say in other, you know, cult movie things, like you want to find like, um, especially like Jallos have definitely been really huge over the past, like, you know, 
10, 15 years. So someone coming in, like, you know, you can go on Shutter and they'll curate a bunch of stuff or you'll find people and you'll know the main directors and, you know, you can, you can find um, your way around pretty fast. Um, Kung Fu can be a little trickier, even like when we were doing like uh, the Cheng Che, like there's just so much of that. And I think a lot of that isn't um, totally explored in America, at least definitely like in, I feel like the UK and also maybe it's the British thing. Cause it's like the, all their connections. Um, they seem way more on top of a lot of that stuff than we are here and mm-hmm. uh, Hollywood where I think that it's just like, there's clearly so much, and there's a lot that is really fun and of interest, but it's like, it's kind of intimidating to know where to, where to begin. There's also stuff on, um, I think even Netflix and there's stuff around. So I'm going to keep, poking around one of the reasons why i didn't want to do this as a whole series is because i'm like i um i wouldn't even know where to find everything and there's stuff like the show lay where i'm like it's it's so cool but i'm like i feel kind of bummed that the way to recommend seeing it the way that it is now um even though it was to- totally enjoyable and i i really liked it a lot but i'm like i don't know i kind of wish it was in better shape uh, well you kind of had a good idea speaking of you know, know getting things in shape but uh, you were talking about when we watched this movie the other night, like, you know, Arrow and Vinegar Syndrome and all these companies over the years have been putting out, you know, all the all these like Italian horror movies or like uh, forgotten 80s slashers, stuff like that. And let's face it, like the well's kind of running dry in a lot of these genres, yeah. like, especially if you're putting out like a 4K restoration of Zombie 3. You're like, did we need that? Like, I love Lucio Fulci. But yeah. it's, no, it's, it's yeah. getting near the end. I mean, there's, you, you've done all the movies that are worth redoing and showing in the best light and having all these extra bonus features. And it's time to tackle another genre, like, let's say, Bollywood. Oh, yeah. And also, like, other, um, you know, other parts of the world. Like, there's still a lot of, um, you know, stuff. Like, I feel like Spain is still really underrepresented where there are, like, you know, named directors that have, like, almost no footprint at all um in like you know as far as like uh you know home video formats or they're not available for streaming um there's places like argentina that i know have like you know a lot of like cool stuff even mexico you know honestly even you know stuff like santo movies and things and like other stuff that you know um people should kind of know like a lot of that stuff which you would think would be so easy because even in america we clearly have like a large Mexican population and Spanish speaking population that, uh, you know, would maybe even already be familiar with these things. So I, I don't totally understand. It could also be rights issues or it could be, um, you know, some of the other distribution channels are kind of fucked up, but, um, yeah, there's just so much stuff out there that we're just not, not seeing. Um, and yeah, so it, I mean, it, 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 it's kind of exciting too, because it means there's like all this untapped stuff that eventually will hopefully, see the light of day it will because they'll these companies will run out of stuff and they'll be like all right we got to go to another region (laughs) or something listening to this uh podcast knows much about you know bollywood movies please leave us suggestions (laughs) you know yeah for sure hey you can write to us uh psychotronicast at gmail.com we seriously want to know you guys out there know anything about bollywood that we should watch holla because this is actually the first genre movie country whatever that we've covered on this podcast where we're both novices at yeah so it'd be cool uh if this you know 
podcast gave back to us and you feed us knowledge now it's your turn out there if you know anything please yeah psychotronicast at gmail.com or dm us at our instagram handle psychotronicast yeah um that was great i mean for my first bollywood film i always i mean i think i say this every time i watch anything because like you know i don't remember the first Actually, no, I think the first um, Jalo that I watched was Lizard in a Woman's Skin. Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, stuff like that or, like, um, uh, whatever. Like, uh, when it, whenever you show me something of a new genre, I'm like, oh, my God, how can it get better than this? And then it does. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm, with Dawn, I'm like, I, I don't know how they're going to beat Dawn, but I'm sure there's, like, you know, hundreds of movies better than Dawn in Bollywood that we just don't. We don't know about yet, but yeah. we, we would like to know sooner than later, and then we will do a series on it once we get uh, once we get educated enough to have a further discussion about this kind of thing. Oh, totally. So, yeah, that was fun. Thanks for showing me, Don. And yeah. until then, let's uh, keep it purely casual. Sweet, bye.